live from a studio audience, it is Sebastian and Mr. Podcast himself, Roger. <laughs> Woohoo! <laughs> What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Game Pass Gurus Podcast, the premier podcast for Game Pass gamers to find out about the Game Pass games they want, they need to know about, and you know, just hear about some good Xbox news and kick it with some really cool game pass gurus as always you heard it in the intro i'm your host sebastian and joining me as always is the player one to my player two he is mr podcast himself roger <laughs> roger how you doing today i'm good it's funny i took i took that mr podcast off my twitter uh-huh. handle because and I, th- I mean, if you were new to the show, you may have not heard this joke of why I had that, but somebody <laughs> sent me an email saying, Dear Mr. Podcast. And I'm like, yeah, that's right. Dear Mr. Yeah. Podcast, that's me. Uh, but then I realized probably people that don't know me and know how like sarcastic I am. And like, really, that's kind of like, a, right. I don't I don't consider myself Mr. Podcast. <laughs> but I think like if I was interacting with people, they might see it and say, oh, this guy's full of himself. And that's very Midwestern of me being like, oh, I don't mm-hmm. want people thinking I'm full of myself. I'm going to like <laughs> take that off. Uh, so, yeah, so that's uh, that's uh, that's that's the story of Mr. Podcast. I don't know. Here we go. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Roger. So how are you doing today? I'm good. How are you? We've it's been a while. Well, we decided yeah, to do been a two bit. weeks right now instead yeah. and gives us some time to play some games. And I have some games to talk about. I do too, man. It's been a fun time <laughs> gaming. It's been a fun time gaming. And not not to mention that it gives a little bit of time to where we can hit on some of like the news that's happened and such like that. And yeah, and yeah it just kind of gives everything a little time to breathe. So everyone be on the lookout for that, that change there. But Roger, before we get to the news, I really want to ask you, what have you been playing lately? Oh, um, so uh, I did get Diablo 3. Ah, so I've been playing some Diablo 3. I really love Diablo 3. It's very fun. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's really good. Um, you know, so, you know, I, I you know, it's it's a lot like, to be, to be, we didn't talk about this last time, did we? Because I don't think mm-hmm. I got Diablo 3 last time. No. So I really liked Diablo. Uh, oh, no, wait, I'm sorry. Did I say Diablo 3? I mean, Diablo 4. Yeah, you 4. I meant mm-hmm. 4, sorry. Uh I really liked Diablo three. I had that on a switch, um, but this one just like hits differently. And there's, there's something about uh, the fact that there's, you know, you're walking around and there's, Oh, there's an event going on right now. Let's go check out the public event that's happening. And, you know, there's guilds in this and, you know, it, it reminds me very much more of like an MMO uh, mm-hmm. than just your typical uh, Diablo game. So yeah, Diablo four, I've been playing a lot of that. That's fun. Um, yeah, I Hold on, before been, you before you go on, I want to ask yeah, you. Yeah, yeah. Diablo 4. Is yeah. it for you? Have you been having as much time as much fun with Diablo 4 as you did with Tears of the Kingdom? Um different. They're different, right? Yeah, yeah but so but it's a different type of fun. It is. So I have so if I'm playing Diablo 4 by myself, it's not as fun. Okay. Uh, and then if I'm playing with my friends, it's fun because then, you know, we get to chat and stuff. So, mm-hmm. like, that's where I think it's different. Where obviously, Kings of, Tears of the Kingdom, it's a single player game. You're not going to be playing with your friends, right? So, uh, so that really is more of like me exploring around and figuring things out. Uh, whereas with Diablo, like, the story. Uh, I want to watch more of the story. Like a lot of my friends skip through the <laughs> cutscenes, and I'm like, come on, I want to watch this, right? Like, oh, we've seen this mm-hmm. a lot of times. Yeah, this blah, blah, blah. I'm like, I want to watch this. Um, so for me, though, I think like the storytelling of that is just like being with your friends. and But it's different. Like it's different. Like I was thinking about that today as well because um, I was thinking about like a lot of MMOs that I played in my mm-hmm. time and, and what made those MMO fun was playing with friends and like the adventures we went on as friends, but like Diablo is a little bit different. Like I don't feel like I never had a moment so far that I felt like, Oh my goodness. Like uh, we almost like, that was crazy. That was a crazy fight just because I th- <laughs> Diablo doesn't really have that. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. in, in traditional MMOs, you have a healer that sits back and heals and you have your tanks and then you have your, you know, casters and you have like strategies behind that. And 
to some degree there's a little bit of that in Diablo 4, but a lot of Diablo 4 is just like and maybe it's just because of the party I'm in, but I'm like and I'm a necromancer, so I'm just like go get them skeletons. <laughs> You know, and one mm. of my friends, Phil, also is a necromancer. So we had like, you know, eight necroman or eight skeletons, like just attacking <laughs> things. So it just didn't feel like it's fun, but mm-hmm. it didn't feel like as epic, I guess, if that makes sense, as um, as other games. Tears of the so, Kingdom. Yeah, 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 Tears of the Kingdom. So, yeah, like the boss battles and Tears of the Kingdom just feel much bigger. Mm-hmm. Uh, and not again, not that boss battles aren't fun. They're fun in Diablo. They just... It just feels different. Partly, maybe also perspective. Like if you're looking down, it doesn't feel like, oh my goodness, look at I'm taking on. Like versus if you are like over the shoulder, first person, and you're looking up at this monster, you're like, my word, how am I supposed to fight this thing? Right. So yeah, your is the sense of scale is vastly different. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. So I will say it's a it's a gorgeous game, and uh, I'm impressed with how much like. I'm like, wow, I'm traveling around. I'm still traveling. I'm still exploring. And like, there's still to, to this, there's still lots in this world. And then now there's this, you know, labyrinth here. And wow, look at all like, I don't know. And there's no issues with like slowdown or anything like that. So mm-hmm. yeah, it's just different, I guess. Do you feel like this is runner up for game of the year for you? I like do. Diablo? Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean, I'd still say Tears of the Kingdom in my book probably takes it, but mm-hmm. I would say certainly Diablo's in the running. Um, okay. We'll, we'll see, though. We'll see what other games, right, with Starfield. Yeah. I don't know. We'll see. I'm so hopeful. Um, yeah, me too. Mm-hmm. Um, so the other, other games I've been playing, uh, I played and reviewed a game called uh, The Bookwalker Thief of Tales. Oh. It, it is. Uh, so, okay. I like the concept. Okay. It reminds me a lot of Mist in some ways. Uh, so you are a author who did something um, unspeakable. Uh, they don't really go into what the unspeakable is. Um, but because of what you did, you are plagued with writer's block. Uh, huh. That's your sentence. And you have 25 years you have to like basically work off your sentence. And you have to work for publishers that... Basically, this this government de- determines that that's what you have to do. So that's okay. one way you can handle it. Or uh, you can work for a shadow organization and jump into books and steal things from books and bring it to the shadow organization. Now, I say you could do one or the other. You can't do one or the other. You have to do... <laughs> you, have <laughs> to, you have to jump into books. It's not mm-hmm. like you have this choice of... Well, I just want to live out my sentence and I'll just do, you know, I don't want to get in trouble with the law. That's not an option. You have a little bit of options in the game in regards to like, like the first book. I don't want to, I don't want to spoil it too much, but at the end of the first book, so you dive in these books and you have to get these, this, this stuff at the end of the first book, there is an option of like, do you want to do this or do you want to do this? Uh, and one would totally disrupt the game the book mm-hmm. and one would totally tick off your employer okay. so you have to decide which one you went with but that was the only choice i've ever had in the whole game like huh. i don't understand like the rest of the game i was like i don't there's no choice uh and i felt really railroaded uh throughout yeah. the game and um so when you jump into a game so when or a book i mean uh when you're in the real world it's first person perspective when you jump into a book it's it's a isometric perspective okay um but the other thing is so you walk around you have to interact with things in the environment like you might have to like touch a wall and find a key behind like a certain brick or something but the controls are awful like you can't like every little movement, you try to move your character in front of us to make it highlight, to make that little area highlight for you to interact with. And then it's like highlights and then poop, it's gone. And you're like, okay, move my character back. Oh, now it's gone. Move my character. Oh, it's gone. And it, 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 and it wasn't just me. I actually went and asked other people, did you play this game? Am I the only one that felt this? And they're like, no, it's, it's, this is an issue. Um, Mm -hmm. Um, 
I think this would have been really great. I think it is a PC game. I think that would have played much better on PC because you have your mouse and you can just highlight over the area and click on what you want to interact with. Um, but the other thing that I felt really railroaded uh, was like just like weird choices. Like an example was like I went into this jail cell and I found this hole in a jail cell and uh and you have this like the thing that's kind of acts your like your conscious or kind of like helps mm-hmm. you through certain things, and it says, "Oh, a sledgehammer would help here," and your character says, "Oh, uh, I can go to the real world and borrow a sledgehammer for my friend." So apparently, you can take things into the into the book world too. Like I can, uh, not my friend, but my neighbor. I can borrow a sledgehammer from my neighbor. Mm-hmm. And I was like, yeah, yeah, I'll do that later. And I was about to leave the room because there's other areas to explore. So I was going to leave the room, and my little conscious thing that you wear around this neck says well, you need a sledgehammer. You can't leave without a sledgehammer. Huh. And I'm like, you're kidding me. I have to, like, because I went into this room and interacted with that thing, I have to actually do this thing. I can't just roam around and explore. I have to actually complete this interaction because I interacted with it. And it just felt weird for a game that's about books. I feel like, I mean, I guess you could say, well, books are railroad. But, like, I'm thinking, like, choose your own adventure books, right? Yeah. Like, I feel like... Mm-hmm. There could be a lot more there. Like, it's an interesting concept. And I like the concept. I just think the execution wasn't the greatest. So I, I you can read my review on GamerHeadsPodcast.com. Mm-hmm. Uh, I I gave it like a C minus because I just, I just, I, it, it was hard to play. It was super hard to play. Uh, Some games be like that, you know, like yeah. it's, it has yeah. like great concepts, but the execution kind of leaves a lot to be desired. Yeah. Yeah. Some games are like, and if that. I wasn't, and if I wasn't reviewing it, I would have dropped off that game way faster <laughs> but because I was reviewing it. I'm like, I, I got to trench through this. Right. Yeah. But it was something that should have taken me two minutes to do. Probably took me about 15 minutes just because oh, I was trying no. to like interact with things. Yeah. It was very frustrating. That's rough. Yeah, that's rough. Well, it's like this game. I know um, you didn't play it on PC, right? You played it on Xbox. No, I just played it on Xbox. Yeah. 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 Well, I yeah. it's on Xbox is... Game Pass. It is yeah. on Game Pass if you want to try it out. So um, one other game, if, uh, unless you had some questions about that game. There's one no, other no. game I, I have been playing. The one other game I have been playing and I just started, so I can't talk too much about it. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, I can talk about it because it, there's no embargo because it's it released yesterday. Uh, I am playing Rain World Downpour. How is uh, it? Is, it's cool. It is like mm-hmm. so. This game, this game was one of the uh, games that was featured in the ID yeah. uh, at Xbox mm-hmm. uh, sh- uh, showcase. Um, and um, so you are like you are like this cat like alien creature that's i don't know i they they remind me of cats maybe they're not mm-hmm. cats but they certainly remind me of cats and the whole premise is like you have to go around and and explore and find food and and survive and there's things in the element that want to kill you and eat you and when i get caught and eaten I almost want to cry because it is the saddest <laughs> thing. Like, use this cute little kitten thing, and this monster comes and like rips it, like sh- shakes its head and kills me. Oh no! And, yeah, and I, no, I'm not kidding. I was a little traumatized the first time that happened. Like, oh my god, mm-hmm. my my creature died. That was the saddest. <laughs> yeah, it's a cool game though. It is a very cool game. It's really pretty. Like, um, they do really great things with the shadow and light. And um, yeah, it's good. I like it. Oh yeah, so it's, it's got its hooks into you already. Yeah, I I'm not like I said. I've only started it. I'm not that far. Uh, but for what I played uh, has already impacted me like <laughs> right away. And I didn't think I was like, yeah, okay, they're they're whatever. They're they're like these cute little creatures, whatever. That's cool. Uh, but when I got killed, I was like, no. <laughs> that thing is so cute why did you kill it so yeah it left an impression on you i like that it didn't yeah what about you what have you been playing the lost hero of N- nastagaya have you heard of this one no oh my goodness this is okay so imagine uh, so like everyone if you're listening to the audience unless you're driving close your eyes and imagine you are playing as a 
with just a white luminescent stick man character. You're just a stick okay. man and you're living in a pixel world that looks like it is something out of like that PlayStation 2 PS like PlayStation 2 Xbox early Xbox 360 early PS3 era games. You know, all, everything was like booty butt ugly and very choppy back then. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, so you're playing as a stick man and there's like a narrator very similar to Fable who's kind of guiding you along telling you like basically like there's a whole lot of different like worlds out there that are sort of becoming pixelated one at a time and it's up to mm. you as one of the lost heroes to basically as a stickman character because you're not affected by the pixelization oh to interesting yeah you're already pixelated yeah you're already <laughs> pixelated so yeah so <laughs> you're already infected with the pixels yeah to save the day and it's one of those it is Okay, so it is a Souls-like game. It's not necessarily like a oh. Dark Souls game, but it is a Souls-like structured. It is, to me, it's like Fable crossed with like Demon Souls. And, oh, interesting. And, and yeah, it's the crazy thing is I've never been a Souls-like person. I've never, I'm not into that yeah, genre. Me either. It's, me it's either. Normally, yeah. It's normally too hard. It's not. I, I tried with Elden Ring and I yeah. did, 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 that didn't work. Yeah. yeah, I understand completely. My, my fault with Elden Ring is that like, I like the game. I just do not like I can't get invested into anything that's going on because they didn't invest really in a story. Mm. Like mm. I I want story structure there. And they like the the way Elden Ring tells the story is very much you have to kind of look at lore around you and piece together like the different lore, like the different story lore yeah. pieces. And so yeah. this is a fable approach though. The Lost Hero mm. Nastagaya takes that approach to where like it tells the narrator and your actions actually tell a very linear story. And wow. I think one of the cool things about this is like the armor and such like that, because you start off just as a naked stick man and you um, like, as you beat these enemies and uh, as you explore the world, you find armor and, mm. it will, and by, finding these armor and finding these like weapons that you have, you can take like once you enter certain locations that resonated with that armor or resonate with that weapon, like you can, you can unlock through your hidden ability. You can unlock like a memory and that mm. uh, the memory of that item, the memory of that, like uh, of whatever you're wearing at the time. And it makes that piece extra strong because mm. it, you know, the origin story of it. And then it has lore pieces. But what, what's really cool about it is like, this is a indie celebration of video games. It feels like this yeah. is a love letter of a like a ninety. I I feel like the developers either an eighties kid or nineties kid who like <laughs> loved video games from those eras and just ha decided to make mm. an homage to a lot of those games. And what I mean by that is like there's like the master sword and the triforce shield is in this game. But really. Like, yeah, it, you could tell is they had to like you know take some omissions and not make the actual yeah. logo the exact logo, but you can clearly see from that shield. Okay, that's Zelda shield. Okay, yeah, that's the that's the Triforce sword. Like sword. The <laughs> instead of sword. instead yeah. of tri triangles, it's a bunch of circles. Oh, it's three circles. Exactly, exactly, <laughs> exactly. And then like the, even even in even in a clever way, like he doesn't necessarily go out of his way to say this is a Zelda thing, but he does like put in the lore to where like. It's ambiguous enough to where like, oh, he's hinting that the Zelda's world was like the one of the worlds that was pixelated, you know? Really? Yeah. And Interesting. Then, like, yes. And then he has like um he pays homage to like other different um like IPs as well. Like um Cloud's Buster Sword from Final Fantasy Seven is really? like you can grab a weapon that looks very much identical to that. You can grab like Interesting. Yeah, like one of the armors, he calls it the chef armor but and it's a green yeah. armor that is kind of like very robotic looking and really it look when you put the whole armor set on it looks like master chief in a way oh interesting yeah but he calls it master chef as opposed to the master chief yeah it's it's really cool huh. it's, it's really innovative and i love the fact that like the one of the the cool parts about this game is like he it's very much like a dark souls demon souls like type of game to where like the whole world is built around one super level and it's just micro parts of that super level and you can unlock like hallways that kind of give you shortcuts to areas that you visited previously or like huh. as you unlock new areas like 
the save points are all interconnected in in a very very smart level design way to where like you are playing like a whole it looks like you're on an entire island and that whole entire island is just seamless no load screens all integrated all into one that's that he just kept stacking and stacking on top of one huh. another yeah Interesting. i yeah this game i've i haven't played a game that pays homage to gaming like this and feels like an indie version of of like dark souls but also like has a narrative structure of fable like it, it mixes all those yeah. things up so well and i love i love the feel of this game is this on game pass or is this or is no, this not no this is um the, i hope this comes to game pass but this is a you know i got a review code for, for xbox for this game and yeah i really okay. enjoyed it but yeah hmm. um the game that i do want to shout out for for game pass um i can't pronounce the name so you might have to bear with me um door door dog gay oh yeah yeah, yeah. I, I don't know how to pronounce it either but i know what you're talking about yeah that yeah. looks cool i haven't played it yet oh my goodness i only played like an hour and a half but like the watercolors like this game is mm. made entirely of like a watercolor art design and it's absolutely gorgeous i've wow. i yeah it's eye candy to look at it's absolutely gorgeous nice. i and it tells, uh, you know, so far, I can't say like the whole thing comes together well, but like from what I'm playing so far, the story is intriguing enough that I'm invested enough that I want to dev- devote more time to playing this one. I heard people were very emotional at the end of this game. So just yeah. beware of that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> There's a couple of games that I played that I have cried at the end of, of the games. Um, oh, yeah. So, uh, so yeah be yeah. be uh be aware of that, that oh for sure there. for sure i cried at the end of spider-man the ps4 ps5 version of oh Spider-Man. you did yeah oh yeah for yeah. sure wept like a baby yeah i i uh i cried at the end of uh a game called gardens between the gardens between oh I don't know if you play that one or not no um but i haven't played I, that might be on game pass too or it was on game pass mm-hmm. at one point um that one I cried at. Uh, I did. I did get teary eyed. I, I wouldn't say I cried, cried. I uh, like I did at the end of that game. <laughs> uh, but I did get teary eyed at the end of Journey. I know that that's, that's not on PlayStation. Or maybe that's a PlayStation game, not on, on Xbox. But I did get teary eyed at the end of that game. So um, yeah, yeah. I don't know. I, I just heard this is a very emotional game. So yeah, I'm I'm fully prepared for that. Like I. The, you know the crazy thing is i every once in a while once a year i want a game like that to really make me yeah. get in the feels you know yeah, yeah 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 no it's interesting i mean like uh you know we're really moving into uh, a time where like people are starting to realize like oh like these stories like we knew this mm-hmm. but i think like the general public is like oh games can tell a intriguing story yeah they can like for sure (laughs) yes they can for sure um fascinating yeah it is it is roger do you have anything else you play been playing lately no that's it all right transitioning are we transitioning yeah wait hold on i have have a i have a transition sound oh here we go maybe not okay all right that didn't work (laughs) hey oh wait hold on it's because i didn't have the volume up hold on let's try that again oh i like it i like it do it one more time yeah all right here we go one more time okay 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 all right so audience (laughs) bear with us all right so roger you know like now are you done with with that with telling everyone what you've been playing lately yes yes all right so moving on everyone i love it man i can't get enough (laughs) man we're such kids yeah we are yeah yeah so um everyone you know this is a new segment of the show and i kind of gave roger really no heads up to what what i'm about to do it's called something nothing or everything so roger i'm going to approach you with like a couple of news stories that's been going on in the xbox world and i want you to tell me if you think this is something nothing or absolutely everything so Yeah. Okay, but these are real stories. These are these not are like real, made up stories. Yeah, these are real okay. Xbox stories. Right. Okay. Should we? Should we? Should we? Oh, I like that. And here we go, okay. everybody. So, all right, here we go. All right. So first things first. Today is Xbox Prime Day. There's a, a lot of deals going on. There's um, it looks like you can find refurbished um products on 
uh, a site called Pure Xbox and Newegg. You can also like the Xbox Series S, X, and X is discounted fifty fifty dollars for Prime Day. So you know, if if anyone needs an Xbox, definitely go um, see if they have extended prime day sales as this episode drops because it's going to be way past prime day but i digress (laughs) i digress so um yeah that and then the one i really wanted to ask you is this something nothing or everything there is a new xbox feature that will allow you to report inappropriate voice chats how do you feel Mm. about this that is something i like that that is something uh you know i think i think I mean, you could always report inappropriate behavior, couldn't you, in games, right? Yes. But, mm-hmm. uh, but the voice chat, yeah. I mean, I think, I think, and if it's native to the Xbox, so versus like reporting somebody through a game, you're reporting them now through the voice because they're, you know, whatever the case was in the voice channel. The Xbox, I, I think that's something. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I will say this: um, <clears throat> one of the one of the one of the reasons I don't like my kids playing online and I don't let them play online really. And they're young, maybe they're too young to be playing online anyway. Um, because of some of the inappropriate things that people say to each other, um, in, yeah. in games like rocket league, right? Like, uh, I've experienced it and I don't want my son who's, you know, learning how to play a rocket league to have to experience, you know, people's rude behavior, uh, you know, even even like even what's just fun games like how rude people can be so mm-hmm. uh i think it's something um we'll see i mean we'll see i i, I wonder how if they like keep logs then <laughs> right like that's, <laughs> I don't know how that's that my works. question because like if i were playing a game with you and i wouldn't mm-hmm. do this but if i was playing a game with you sebastian and i was like oh he's being inappropriate and i like reported you <laughs> Would that require somebody on Xbox side to listen to this audio tape to see, like, was this an appropriate use of the report or am I abusing my, I don't know, right, I guess, mm-hmm. or I don't know if it's a right, but my my privilege of like, uh, whatever, of reporting you, right? Yeah. Like, did I abuse that? I don't know. I would assume somebody. And then the real question is, well, are they recording <laughs> audio constantly constantly. and are they listening to my conversations constantly or is it just to listen for inappropriate behavior and then the other question i would ask is if it's recording audio constantly what are they doing with that audio that they're not being reported on oh wow i'm not conspiracy theory i'm not (laughs) i'm not but it does make me think though is there is there a usage for things like ai technology for some of the things that they're trying to do with like oh let's listen to what people say and like how can we incorporate, I don't know, pull mm-hmm. information from that to incorporate into games or experiences in the future? I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. That is a little worrisome. <laughs> I'm going to be honest, but I, I get it. But yeah, I I think this is something as well. I don't, th- I, I hope that, you know, just the threat of this alone gets a lot more people to just be human and act better uh, and, you know, treat people the way they want to be treated and, you know, not call people offensive names or act completely like donkeys as you're playing with someone. Just enjoy the game and have fun. There's no default. Yeah. yeah. No, there isn't. Agreed. Yeah. So the next story I, w- I, w- um, I want to talk to you about is that there's a study and this isn't just Xbox specific, but like this does pertain to Xbox games. There's a study of this, according to the Wall Street Journal, that a study reveals that 87 percent of classic games are completely unavailable. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Did you hear about this? Yeah. Yeah. Is this something, nothing or everything? I think it's everything. Mm-hmm. I mean, you're talking to a person that went to school for history. Yeah. So I'm going to say this is for everything. Right. I do think that's a problem. Um, look at all the games that are being like produced right now um, that are going to be gone. Like these are creative things that are going to be gone for ever. If, if, if there's not some kind of preservation of them of some sort. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't know, I don't know. Like I know there are organizations that do uh, like historic preservation of games, but I mean, I don't know. There's, there's Obviously something we about need more. I mean, like, yeah. I think we do need more And like 87%. That's a very scary number. Mm-hmm. If you ask me. 
And that's now, before that, 2010, like all games. Okay, I was going to ask you, uh-huh. 2010? So like even before that, there is so many games out there that there's they're just lost forever. And that that's, I don't know. I mean, it would be the same if like, if you think about this, it would be the same as like, if you were to say of all the books that are written, 80% of them are just going to be gone and they'll never be cataloged. <sighs> wow. Like, how crazy is that, right? Like we have the Library of Congress to basically like, put every book into you know existence of like I, I shouldn't say every book i'm sure there's some books that are not cataloged in mm-hmm. the library of congress but um but if you submit the game or submit the book right like it gets like an i am d i am i am ibn number or something i'm yeah. not sure what the number is but they, they would get a number of some sort right uh and then it's cataloged and i would love for something like that to happen with games as well um, because not only not only is it a pres- preservation of somebody's creative art, but I also think like it's a preservation of like time as well in history, in, like, yeah. in history and in culture too. Like think about all the games uh, that are being made that like really like somebody sh- somebody could go back to games that were made I don't mm-hmm. know thirty years ago, forty years ago, and say, oh yeah, that that's you see a lot of whatever mm-hmm. in these games, this theme running through these games, because that's what people were concerned about at the time, right? And stuff like that. So, um, yeah, it'd be really sad. And, and like, I mean, the majority of these are going to be indie games that are probably going to be lost forever, too. Like, that's, oh, yeah. that also makes me sad, right? So, um, but yeah, I think this is everything. I think, I think, um, I mean, and then you know, people say, well, yeah, that's why I have to pirate games. <laughs> I don't know if that's the right answer either. I'm just, you know, like I can't play it normally because I can't get it anywhere else. So, um, but there is something about the code being gone, like forever, like being lost. And it is sad. Somebody put a lot of work into that. Right. Uh, But I don't know what the answer is, because, I mean, if you look at like things like. I don't know any like Steam, look, all my Mm -hmm. games come out all the time. I don't know what the answer of like catalog everything. I don't know. I don't know what the answer is. You know, but here, it is important. Here's where I here like I was thinking about this uh, earlier today. I here is my proposal. You can tell me, you know, like you can tell me why why it wouldn't work. I'm more more than happy to take criticism on something I've barely <laughs> thought about. But like, yeah. So I was thinking about it today. I'm like, there should be like a twenty twenty year rule. Like if you know, mm. like how like in there's like public domain when it comes to like stories and such like that. Yeah. There should be like a 20 year rule. Like if you haven't remastered or re-released your game on any platform Mm. within like a certain time, it just goes into a public domain library and anyone could play it at that point. Unless, Mm. unless you like, if you are the exclusive owner of that game, like have like, you can then put a plan in in place to like bring that to a, to a new console or Mm. bring that to like, Mm a playable state that to where it's easily playable. Cause I think, I think mm-hmm. that's the, the, I, I don't know how we get there. And I know there's a whole bunch of legalese that I'm not thinking about, but like, I think that's the best case scenario, you know? Yeah. I was, I, I don't think that's a bad idea. I don't, I think it would have to be longer than 20 years. Cause you think I, so? I, I'm yeah. I mean, if you look at public domain, it's like 50 years, right? Like yeah. something has to be, and it's really easy to say, Oh, Look, we uh, re 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 redid it. Like in the mm-hmm. public domains, for instance, like you know Mickey Mouse. All they had to do is just redraw him differently and say, "Oh, look, he's still he's not public domain. He's still part of our thing, yeah. right?" Or or just mention a character in a in a book. Like I'm thinking comic books, right? Mm-hmm. But just like mention a character in a comic book and like, oh, yep, we still own that character. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, I do think it has to be longer, but I I also like this idea that. You know, I mean, the other thing that I'm concerned about with losing uh, all these games um, is making it public domain would allow people to experience things for the first time, maybe. Mm -hmm. Um, But the other thing is, I think that would also allow people to, like, explore maybe ideas that didn't work out. And the first time around, yeah, you know? the first time around, mm-hmm. and and remake it and make it something different. Um, that is like for me, I think like this is my biggest fear. Uh, for me, is that if I ever told somebody, uh, that's a bad idea mm-hmm. because then that just ended that 
their their creative their creative flow or whatever they were doing at the time, right? Because how many times are there ideas that are floated out there uh, that wouldn't work, but maybe it, it stemmed, uh, stimulated somebody else's thoughts of like, oh, well, that wouldn't work, but this might, right? And like create like a brand new idea from from that. Um, I love that. And yeah. I, and I, I, you know, I would love to see games that not only are like, you know, I don't, I don't like the idea of losing games forever, but I also don't like the idea of losing games that didn't, maybe didn't work the first time and just like, oh, they they weren't great anyway. So let's just mm-hmm. like throw them away. Like there's something there. Like I think that people can learn from that, learn from the mistakes or, or, uh, or improve on that, improve on that idea, that concept and make it different. Right. So, yeah. Yeah. And, and, I like uh, this idea of making it and then making the code. I guess that's the other part, making mm-hmm. the code uh, open for other yeah. people to look at it and say, Oh, this is how you did this. Mm-hmm. Like to me, I think the craziest thing, and, and I know this is an Xbox show, but mm-hmm. like, I would love to like right now it boggles my mind to think how like, Tears of the Kingdom was made and how it doesn't break anything, right? With the physics and everything. I would love for that to be at some point public domain where people can say, Well, that's how you did that. That's crazy. And how can I learn from that and improve from that? I understand completely. I I salivate, salivate for more games using the Nemesis system from like the Lord of the oh, Rings. Yeah. Games. Oh, yeah. Oh, my goodness. That, I that was love just brought that. up. It's funny that you say that because that was just mm-hmm. brought up uh, on an article I read how apparently a lot of people um, in like Reddit and stuff like that are saying the you have to play this game. And it was the uh, it was the second Mordor game. Yeah. Uh, and with the Nemesis uh, system and just like how amazing. And that game came out with like a lot of criticism because of the loot boxes mm-hmm. and, and such. Right. But like everybody really raves about that game. And I agree, like the Nemesis system or i don't know or like feature i guess uh mechanic uh what happened to it how come we're not improving on that like (sighs) that is such a cool idea yeah it is one of those things to where they they copyrighted it and and no other company can can do anything like that but i'm like if you copyright it at least do it yourself you know like do do something yourself and i feel like that's that's uh, you know like Again, this is an Xbox show, but I want to read this snippet from um, that from that expert uh, export of that story. It says the PS2, the highest, the best selling console in history, has seen just 12 percent of its entire catalog survive the test of time. That is insane to me. How is that even possible? I don't understand that. Like what happens Mm -hmm. to all these games then? Are they just like thrown away and just like forgotten about? I, I guess my thought is. Probably what's happening is these studios shut down mm-hmm. and then that that stuff gets the intellectual property gets shoved in a box somewhere. Yeah. And just dusty. Hopefully somebody will find it and say, oh, what do we have here? But probably more likely is, oh, what do we have here? Junk. Throw it away. Yeah, that's probably what's happening. Right. Like, um, yeah, that's, that's too bad. Crazy. And estimated, yeah, estimated one thousand unique games disappeared when the 3DS and Wii U digital storefronts closed earlier this year. Yeah, so that, yeah, that's again. I mean, like that's another thing, right? We the digital storefronts. Um, yeah, you know, I mean, look at Steam alone. If all those games are gone, if Steam just shuts down, all of those games that are on Steam right now are gone forever. Mm-hmm. What a crazy thought that is. That's absolutely uh, insane. Yeah, but I mean, I guess you could say the same thing for anything, for that matter. I mean, like, I don't. I'll, I mean, I know this is a video game show, but mm-hmm. uh, if Netflix Netflix just shut down tomorrow, all those shows are gone. Majority, uh, I, I know they do like some DVD boxes or Blu-ray boxes yeah, yeah, yeah. and like stuff yeah, yeah. like that. But yeah, I but, get your point. But but like, uh, or or uh, like Disney Plus shut down mm-hmm. the show Willow. Like, yeah, you can't. That show's gone. Uh, I don't. Maybe it's gone. I, I don't know if they took an, they've taken. They took it, it down yet, too. Yeah, they did take it mm-hmm. down. Okay, that show's gone. Like you can't watch it anymore. Like there is no way to watch that show. What a crazy concept that is to me. What a weird, weird concept. Uh, yeah. And I don't. And I don't. I, I understand why. Like the 3ds shut down their sh- their their storefront, and mm-hmm. I understand why the Wii shut down their. I get it because you can't have. You can't have like 
those services up forever. Um, yeah, for sure. But make it public domain. Yeah, make it public domain. Do something. The, right. Es- especially or at least like, all those. Yeah, especially not you. I mean, not the first party games, but like all the like indie titles that were just yeah. put in there that a lot of people yeah. consider shovelware. Either tell like give the property back to the owners, and if the owners aren't available to like republish the game in a in a certain capacity, like let them either decide to do what they will or make a public domain. You yeah. know? Yeah. Well, that, that's that, that's the thing, right? Like. Those, a lot of those companies don't exist anymore or could yeah. maybe don't exist anymore. And then it's like, what do we do with these games? Yeah. Yeah. This is absolutely yeah. crazy, but I, I, something needs to be done. I, I, either, yeah. whether it's like rewriting like outdated us copy laws or something, but like something needs to be done for that. Yeah. Yeah. So moving on to um our next story for a record breaking uh, for a record breaking. I think they said fifth time. Grand Theft Auto five is back on game pass <laughs> it is the, for one of the only games to go up and down up and down up and down on game pass roger is this something nothing or everything isn't uh, people are gonna hate me for saying this it's nothing who cares <laughs> like i know what i mean like if you haven't played grand theft auto five by now uh chances are you're not going to right mm-hmm. so like i don't sure put it up on game pass why take it off? If it's been up there five times, leave it there. Like, why? Why? What are you doing? I don't, I don't get, it. get it either. I don't get it. Uh, it's not like <laughs> Grand Theft Auto Six is on the horizon either. Just put it on there. Let people play. Yeah. A tw- yeah. This, some people have been. Some people have had their class reunions, like graduated high school, and then had their <laughs> class reunions since this game has been out. Man, just leave it on That's Game Pass. True. That's true. Yeah. That's true. Just leave it in Game Pass. Uh, yeah, that's nothing. Yeah. So. The the major Big Daddy story though is it looks like the FTC as uh, the FTC's um case against Microsoft has officially officially been denied and you know it's this is a crazy thing because like the Microsoft wins the FT, FTC case removing Xbox's biggest Activision Blizzard acquisition hurdle to date so like they can still appeal this as of as of this um they can take this to the next level of appeals the but ftc like, could the FTC yeah the FT- could? yeah they um, yeah and even if they do i don't think this is still going to amount to anything i think like from my understanding after like that the that motion has been denied like from the majority of cases afterwards just go on with their acquisitions at that point yeah so i i mean it's weird to me <clears throat> that this was even an issue that the FTC brought up. Um, and for those that don't know, it's the free, uh, free Trade Commission, right? So mm-hmm. um, I don't know why they pursued it to begin with. Like, I guess they have to be diligent to make sure there is no monopolies happening. Um, but I don't know. It doesn't, it doesn't feel like this is like, I mean... Why was that the line? Why was that the line in the sand? Why no. wasn't it all these other things that and maybe it's because all these other acquisitions were happening that uh, finally the Federal Trade Commissions were like, oh, crap, we better do something about this. Mm-hmm. Or did I say free? I meant Federal Trade Commissions. Yeah. Um, stepped in and did something about it. But um, mm. yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I, I, I but I will say I do think this is everything. Oh, yeah, for uh, sure. Um, So yeah um so the um so this is from an expert um written out of um giovanni colantonio's um from digital trends he um wrote the ftc's case against microsoft was built around the idea that the deal would ultimately hurt consumers a good deal of the case revolved around whether or not microsoft would make franchises like call of duty exclusive to xbox platforms something microsoft has repeatedly claimed it would not do microsoft was successfully able to convince the court of the fact as judge corley cited the company's commitment to keep call of duty on playstation for 10 years and also bring the series to nintendo platforms yeah I, okay i yeah I, I was going to say, it's weird to me that the government would step in and be like, we're concerned about uh, gamers, but <laughs> I mean, they have stepped in, in the past. So why should I be shocked by this now? Um, 
Yeah, I, I don't know. I just, I mean, <laughs> here's here's the thing. Here's my thought on this. Uh, even if it was the Xbox was like, listen, we're gonna we're gonna acquire this studio and they're gonna be only on our platform. Like, it's not like the gamers can't. It's not like people can't go and say, well, uh, well. I guess I can't buy an Xbox. So I can't ever play this game. Like you could buy an Xbox. I, I get it to a certain degree, like the concern concerns of being a monopoly, but also it, it just, it's just so weird. I don't know. It's a weird thing to me. Like what would, what would happen if Netflix went out and started buying all these studios up and saying, Hey, we're going to buy all these, <laughs> uh, you know, movie studios, right? Like, that, MGM and, and that would Universal be more worrying. That would be more worrisome because they shut it down after a good season and a half. Yeah, right, right, exactly. <laughs> like this sucks. We're gonna shut it down. <laughs> um, but I mean, like even like, and maybe they were. Maybe I just didn't miss. Maybe I missed this. But like when Disney was going out and acquiring all these uh, IPs, like was you know FTC like saying, "Oh my goodness, like we got to make sure like we step in on that too." I don't know. Maybe they did. Um, not to this I, extent I, though yeah I, I it's it's weird but you know so it passed here right mm-hmm. i shouldn't say passed it was um basically denied, yeah. denied right mm-hmm. but in the uk their governing body is still looking into this right so yeah. um yeah um the let's see the microsoft has not been able to proceed with the acquisitions um as it faced um similar um, scrutiny in the uk the uk has one body and one body of their gut like their process that has looks like they approved it and then another body was completely against it so it's like they can still by the way they can still make this deal happen without anything and just say like everything stays the same in the uk (laughs) Like yeah. just exclude yeah. the UK out from all yeah. like Call of Duty. And, and see, I feel like I feel like that is a bigger issue than uh, than Microsoft yeah. acquiring <laughs> Activision. But I do think this is everything. I mean, I do, I do think. I mean, Microsoft stocks went through the roof after this. After oh, that, yeah, for sure. going to happen. Um, and so did actually, honestly, I mean, I shouldn't say through the roof, but Nintendo's mm-hmm. also went up after this decision, too. Yeah. So um, I don't know. I just I just feel like we we as gamers still have plenty of options. And if it's just because of one developer, like I don't know, it seems that seems like a an overreach a little bit, in my opinion. It is. But, you you know here's here's my thing and you know i'm not just rah 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 this company succeeded ha ha this company failed it's like i the only reason why i want well there's two reasons why i want this deal to go through one so i don't have to hear about it anymore because this has been yeah. like a news topic for for since the land before time at this point and then another thing is like I want to see Activision Blizzard's IPs actually being used again. We just talked about with this. Yeah. Yeah. I would love to see them use Crash Bandicoot again. Like, I know yeah. like, we got a great Crash game that Toys for Bob did, but then Toys for Bob basically got, like, turned into a Call of Duty machine after that. And, yeah. 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 I would like to see them do something with Tony Hawk, Toys for, uh, like, um, Crash Bandicoot, like, free the dragon let spyro go let him do something again yeah. like i would love to see like activision blizzard you know being able to like do other things outside of just the big three call of duty games that they rotate between yeah, yeah. well the other thing <laughs> the other thing that we're not talking about here is like mm-hmm. all the allegations that also happened oh yeah uh, at uh activision as well right and for me I'm hopeful and I, I do think this would happen is that I, I do think that a company like Microsoft coming in and acquiring that is like, listen, that stuff's not going to happen anymore. Uh, you know, I, I maybe I'm being optimistic, but I'm hopeful that, that a big company like Microsoft comes in and, and kind of cleans up that act as well mm-hmm. and doesn't allow that to happen in his one of their uh, studios. Hopefully so. so. I mean, to me, I think that's to me, I think that's <laughs> uh, that's like to me, I think that's a bigger win. I'm hoping, mm-hmm. right? That um, I could, yeah, it would be cool that they can bring back some of those other IPs. But I, I actually hope that they are able to go in and clean house a little bit and fix some of the allegations and issues that not just allegations, issues that they've been facing, uh, and and 
and make sure that um yeah people are treated again people are treated nice man just treat yeah. people nice yeah well yeah i mean <laughs> yeah i is what a what a like some of those stories that came out of that mm-hmm. awful Awful. Absolutely awful. Mm-hmm. I can't believe that that is that was allowed in a work environment. I cannot believe that. Uh, Damn shame. And, if I'm being honest. <laughs> yeah, and I'm I'm hoping that Microsoft comes in and just wipes, gets rid of the people that are awful, and like hopefully can change the culture. Hopefully so. Hopefully so. Um, the last, you know, so. Moving on to our next story, we do have three games leaving Xbox Game Pass on console after the end of July, and that's, with Heavy Heart, I must report, it is X01, which is leaving July 15th, mm. um, Spelunky 2 with Heavy Heart, yeah. but my heavy heart, my heaviest of hearts is Paw Patrol, the movie Adventure City oh. Calls, leaving July yeah. 15th. Yeah. That, I broke uh, all the way up about this game. Yeah, even. I can tell. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, Broke me too. Yeah, I, you know it's funny. It's funny. Uh, I did not tell my kids that that game was on Game Pass, otherwise <laughs> they would be playing my Xbox all the time. Uh, but maybe I will tell them now that it's leaving that they get a maybe a week or two with it, and say, "Here you go. This is it. Like this is all you have left, right?" Uh, and I'm not buying it for you. No, uh, but well. yeah, I mean. It is sad to see games rotate out, but mm-hmm. hey, we as we learned from Grand Theft Auto Five, <laughs> it could come back, and who knows? Maybe Paw Patrol will come back, and Sebastian, you'll be so happy, and I'm gonna uh, be all the Paw Patrols. All you will them. be all of them. All, all of them. them. Yeah. Go go yeah. Power Rangers on Paw Patrol. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, yeah. No. I mean, what games are we getting though? Okay, okay, that that's more exciting. Um, <laughs> that is more that, exciting. That is, that is way more exciting. All right, so in July we're getting Exo Primal, which is that third person Dino shooter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're getting that. That's cool. Yeah, day one at Game Pass. That is um, July fourteenth. There's this um, Techno Tonica, which is a factory hmm. autom- automation game set underground on an alien world. It comes to Game Pass July eighteenth. Then there's the Wandering Island, uh, the Wandering B- Village. It yeah, looks, that looks super cool. That's really one on a turtle. Yes, yeah. that is it. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm gonna be playing the heck out of that one. So that one yeah, I'm excited. That one looks fun. Uh that joins Game Pass um on July 20th. And then there is the one that I'm most excited about. It's Vimba. It is the, yes. the narrative cooking game. Yes, yeah. the narrative cooking game. Uh with the, I interviewed the developers of that game, what? actually. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah um and uh yeah like what what's great about that game is that it's a you know telling of a story of like second generation immigrants Mm -hmm. uh in this case from india right and like how do you connect your culture in this new uh, there you know they moved to canada how do you connect your culture and continue your culture uh, not just for yourself, but for your kids as well, right? Like, and I think that's a really fascinating story. And 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 the developers that made this game are like that next generation of those that their parents immigrated to Canada, uh, or their great grand or their grandparents did, right? And they're like that generation that grew up in Canada, uh, and their connection to their culture was food. No, right? that's amazing. So, mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and, and, you know, and so I love that. And, and one of the things, and I, I don't think there's a spoiler cause he said this in the interview, so I'm not, <laughs> I don't think there's a spoiler. Uh, but one of the things that he, he talked about was that, uh, uh, the, the mother, her, some of the recipes are ripped. Oh, wow. And they, so she doesn't have the full recipe. So what she ends up doing, right. Is like combining what she knows and like almost making a new recipe. Right. Mm-hmm. And in a, in a way that's almost like the telling of um, the immigrant story of like combining something old with new. Com- yes. There's something new and old. Right. Yeah. So um, I am really looking forward to this game. This, this look, I mean, cooking and narrative, what a cool concept and what a cool mix. And oh. Uh, and in the studio is really cool. The people that made it are very, uh, cool. Um, 
so i i am really looking forward to it i hope it does really well i think it will i, th- I think so as well like i'm definitely gonna be playing that day one so yeah um we did get like two announcements for a game pass in august and that was um evidently there's a texas chainsaw massacre game yeah 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 set by okay. the dead by daylight people <laughs> you yeah. know and then the yeah. one i'm i'm really looking forward to is called sea of stars oh yeah 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. for sure i can't wait to play that one i can't wait the other the other game too that's uh i think it's august i think they announced this on the id xbox show uh, showcase Mm -hmm. um myth quest i don't know if you saw oh yeah yeah i saw that one i think they announced the release date for that as well but i think that might be september Mm -hmm. september 12th after we get back from pax west uh so uh, there's a lot of really exciting games that are coming out on Xbox and Game Pass. Um, oh, yeah, for sure. September's going to be a really good month. Liza P, um, Starfield. Yeah, Liza P, that, yeah. That game that kind of reminds me of um, Fall Guys is called Party Animals. Is... Oh, yeah. The, did you see the other one that they announced yesterday? Stumble Guys? Or yeah, Stumble... that looks fun. Uh-huh. Was it Stumble Guys? Was that what the name of the game was called? Let I think see. Stumble Guys. I um, love the idea Xbox showcase, by the way. I love that. I do, too. I do, too. Uh, the the stumble guys. Uh, when I saw it, I was like, "Is this Fall Guys?" Because <laughs> like it had the same same noise as they like jumped. Like, mm-hmm. whoop, whoop, whoop. like you know, like if you played Fall Guys, you know what the noise I'm making. Mm-hmm. Um, but then they did show more. Like they incorporated like Nerf guns, and you have like Nerf gun uh, battles in the game. And there is Hot Wheel cars, so there's some racing of Hot Wheel cars in the game. So they did incorporate other things into the game. Um, but it just, it reminded me very much of like, this is a Fall Guys yeah. uh, ripoff. <laughs> ripoff? I don't know if it's a ripoff, but. It does very much seem like that. It is, um, so reading this, it says that it this is originally was a iOS Android game and a okay. PC game. It was, it's been on those platforms. So it's just now getting ported over to, okay. to consoles. But yeah, it, it does very much give me like Fall God vibes. Is it Stumble sure. Guys? Is that the name of the game? Yeah, Stumble Guys is the name of the game, by the <laughs> yeah. way. Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, even Stumble and Fall, come on. Mm-hmm. It looks so good. <laughs> it looks so fun. Um, it the, does, though. Vampire Thank Survivors, you. by the way. Um, oh, my God. Mm-hmm. That's the other game I forgot to mention I have been playing more of. I love that game so much. It, it's the perfect pick up and play game for like five oh to ten gosh. minutes, man. Yeah. It, it really is, is so good. And the fact that, I, I mean, Here's the thing. It's on Game Pass. Mm-hmm. So there's no reason that you shouldn't be playing it. In fact, I think, uh, well, no, that's not true. I think the DLC you do have to pay for, but the yeah. DLC is like a mm-hmm. dollar or two or something like that. The game itself is like four ninety nine. Mm-hmm. Like it's ridiculous how cheap this game is. Um, but what a great game. Now that game, that that game came out this year, right? That didn't come out last year. That came out Vampire this year. Vampire Survivors was last year. Yeah. Oh, it was last year. Yeah, okay. It was last You're right. Year. That's too bad because I was gonna say that would have been a game of the year contender for me. It should have been. It should have been. Yeah. But um, yeah. He, but like the crazy part about it with the ID at Xbox Showcase, they announced multiplayer for it now. Yeah, they yeah. The, the co-op couch co-op. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that looks really cool. I like that premise. It does look really cool. Yeah. I know. Ugh. It's like how crazy and uh, there's so much going on on the on the screen once you level up mm-hmm. as high as you do, right? <laughs> and like you have all those explosions happening. Imagine now having four people. I, like that. I, now go ahead i, I imagine they no you're good i imagine they just lock everyone on to like one screen and so yeah like that. they do they oh. do I, I they showed they showed a little uh-huh. bit of it um in after um they had a oh, little bit after of show? Uh, gameplay uh-huh. the after show uh they did show a little bit of that um but uh you know when this game was first announced the first thing i said was oh my goodness this looks like gauntlet like oh i love gauntlet Gauntlet. yes yeah love and and then now that you can play four players i'm like well yeah that is Mm -hmm. the next thing in the whole you know gauntlet thing that you play up to four players right um so yeah i'm super looking i i cannot wait like that's gonna be a lot of fun that is gonna be so much fun i i'm gonna have my kid and the great thing is you you don't have to be good at that game to play it Mm -mm. there's no there's nothing to the game except just moving around Mm mm-hmm well, I mean, there's strategy. Don't get yeah, me wrong. just a there little strategy. Bit. Yeah, yeah, but but I mean, you don't have to like. Oh, you have to do this combo of buttons and like allow this to happen. Like, you just you know, the strategy is building up your character and and 
focusing on like what is the best weapons and such for mm-hmm. them. Speaking of which, just quick, what is your weapon of choice in in uh we can name two weapons of choice vampire in, in survivors. Vampire survivors, mm-hmm. yeah. I think um mine is okay, so there's the wand, the blue wand. Mm. I really in, I really enjoy that for some reason. Like I okay. I love that one. And then the the bat that kind of circles around you and then yeah, like yeah, automatically yeah. shoots people. I yeah, love those. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. okay. What about yours? My two my two go to are the garlic skirt circle. Mm-hmm. So if, if that comes up, I'm I'm leveling that thing up. <laughs> uh and the other one is uh the 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 Bible. The oh, book, okay. The, the one that really was around yeah. you. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. You level that thing up. And you get a lot of those things going. Oh my goodness, you're unstoppable. That thing is just, you know. And then you got the garlic around you, and like, you are so protected. I see. I went. I always go the opposite way. I usually get like the white dove, the white <laughs> yeah. dove. And yeah, then yeah. I, I, us- had, I, I add that on too. Yeah. I add that on later. But those are the two things I focus on first. Yeah. yeah, I focus on the white dove, and then that bat that goes around shooting people, and it's yeah. automatically yeah. just having those machine guns around me. And I'm like, yeah. oh, this game's so good. This game's yeah, really so good. good. It is so I, fun. It it looks like it was made in 1991, but it it's so yeah. good. <laughs> but that's the thing, right? Like that just shows like graphics are not like the end all be all, right? Mm-hmm. There's a lot about gameplay, and that game I would say is very much of, uh, you know, a water cooler game where you talk yeah. about that with your friends, right? And now that they had coach couch co op to that, oh, oh, oh game on, just wait, yeah, yeah, game on, cool. so. Roger, our last um, our last segment of the show it is. What are you going to be playing this week? Um, so I'll be playing more of Rain World. Okay. Um, because I'm reviewing that actually, so I'll be mm-hmm. playing more of that game. Uh, are we just talking about Xbox? Because <laughs> like, no, uh, no, just all all across. Okay, okay, okay. okay. Uh, no, I can't talk about the other game because uh, it's under embargo. So okay, really so redacted. It, so. Okay. Gotcha, so gotcha. Yeah, I'm, yeah, I won't. I won't say that game. So uh, Rain World and, and a game mm-hmm. that I can't talk about right now. Okay, that's but fine. I, I'm actually really hopeful that it comes to Xbox because <laughs> it's a cool game. And, I love that. Uh, I want everybody to play it. Uh, so yeah, what about you? I love that. Um, I'm going to be jumping back into City Skylines because I can't let that game oh, go. Oh man, I gotta play that game. <laughs> it is my kryptonite, man. I can't. I can't let it go. My city is my city's my <laughs> lifeblood at this point. I, I saw that, you know, it's funny. I saw it. I was like, oh, yeah, Sebastian's like, you got to play this. And mm-hmm. then I got distracted as, you know, a squirrel. And then I, yeah, like, got, you know, <laughs> it's not hard to distract my mind. Uh, but uh, I do have to play that game. That Okay. That is also going to be on my list. Mm-hmm. That is another game. I'm going to add that to my list. So you you are such a dad. Like, you just quoted um, <laughs> the dog from Up. Yes, I did. Yeah, yes. where you go, squirrel. Yeah. Yeah, I'm like, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, I love that. I love that. Yep. I, um, but yeah, I'm going to be playing, um, I'm going to be going back into that, like a bad habit. And then I will probably be playing, um, um, was it, it, they changed the name of it, like right before the launch, um, Shroomy come home. It used to be, oh yeah. 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 yeah it's for copyright reasons. I yeah, think, for sure. Or something. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. So uh, yeah, I heard good things about that too. Yeah. So. Yeah. I, I'm going to be playing a little bit of that and then I will probably be playing, um, you know, um, what is the other game I really want to dive into? Um, um, what is it? Um, Octopath, Octopath Traveler Two. So, oh uh, yeah, yeah, I'll probably be. Playing is that on Game Pass? Is that on Xbox? The first one, the first one's on there, and yeah. the first one's on there, and I think the second one's going to be ported soon. So that okay. those are kind of where I'm going to be um playing. But as far as Game Pass, um, as far as Xbox goes, I'm you know going to dive into um Dorda. I can't pronounce the French. Yeah, name. yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'm gonna be yeah, diving. Door, 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 gun, 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 yeah, gun, yeah. I, I don't know. I got <laughs> spoiled that it was like four to five hours long, and I'm like, that's perfect. Yeah. I can play that in a, yeah. in a yeah. good sitting on a Saturday. I'm like, so I'm gonna mow that down, and after that, I'll probably um figure out which one of these other indie games on Game Pass is gonna be my next victim of choice. But yeah, 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 yeah. So many, so many choices. Yeah, you really maybe do. Too many, too, too many, maybe. Some might say, some might say, but I digress. Roger, you know, yeah. that is all the time we have for this show today. Before we go, where can the good people find you? Oh, so I'm going to throw out a couple things now okay. because I'm on threads. I'm on threads now. What? Yeah, which wasn't hard because mm-hmm. if you have an Instagram account, 
you can yeah. start. <laughs> it's the same thing. Uh, so uh, on Threads, you can follow me at Gamerheads Podcast on Threads. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can also follow us on Instagram at Gamerheads Podcast because again, it's the same thing. Um, and then on on Twitter, you can follow me at Nintendoraj, or you can follow um, the Gamerheads Podcast. The other podcast that I, that I'm host is. Uh, gamerheads pod on twitter and then go to our website at gamerheadspodcast.com as well yeah yeah so you know i'm i just signed up for threads as well by the way you did i just signed okay, up. i need to add you yeah the only sure. thing the thing i don't like about threads mm-hmm. and i hope this changes uh i want a desktop version of it oh because same if i'm posting something on twitter mm-hmm. and i want to post it again on threads copy and paste it yeah copy and paste but i can't because if mm-hmm. i'm posting it on twitter on my desktop i'm like oh yeah the do i should have oh mm-hmm. well, to do that yeah yeah it's a whole ordeal it really is yeah i'm you know threads and i know you know this is the end of the show but i'll say this really quick threads i i like it but i also feel like it's not the end all be all like this isn't the best twitter replacement quite yet i feel like we haven't found the perfect one yet but i feel like this has been the best one we've found so far apparently blue sky is too i am not invited to that so yeah (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) i'm still waiting for my invite on that one yeah Uh, i i I, i'm hopeful that we find one and we stick with it because between this mastodon lol myspace everything yeah, you can find you can also find the Gamerheads podcast on Mastodon. Yeah, <laughs> Between, and Hive actually. Yeah, if you wanted to go to Hive, you could find it there too. Hive. I just don't post as much on that. So no. Between all the things, you know, like all the things, like oh, this is the new Twitter. Yeah. I'm like, yeah, yeah. It's every yeah. Fi- it's every we'll five see. minutes. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll see. We'll see. Yeah. But anyways, you can find you can find me on, on the Twitter at Sebastian PNR or like I'll, you just type that in Sebastian with the O on all your favorite podcast platforms. I'm the only That's Sebastian right. with the O. So, you know, That's you'll right. find me there. And also, you know, I listen to the single player experience podcast, the other podcast that I host um, where we just talk about the great single player games you can be checking out this week as of this recording is indie week where we're celebrating all the best indie games that have come out this week so far so if you like indie games if you like um a good podcast where you can just listen to us rant about like good single player games that's definitely your home for you but i digress roger thank you so much for helping me guide the ship out through this through this show today sorry it's been a long one everyone but it's been fun yay yay <laughs> Thanks, everybody. Have a good night. Bye.